0: The Chumba Life is for everybody, so go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumpaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fake Me, and thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, you can make it back. Tabak, back, Tuback, back, back. winning days on the podcast. Yeah, it's better to be lucky than good. I had an ugly card on Sunday, but somehow, some way, I sneak out just a little bit of profit, and we continue the winning streak. So let's recap the card for you. Basically, the losers last week that cost me a seven-day winning streak came through for me this Sunday. The NFL home underdogs that went one and six last week bounce back with a 2-0-1 Sunday, I cash on the Bears and the Jets, and I push on the Raiders. The first quarter unders that killed me last week went 7-5 and this week, so I make 0.7551 units there. On the frozen pond, I was lucky to get a six goal late in that game, then I had like two minutes with an empty net that I thought I could maybe get a win, but ultimately, I push on the frozen pond, so no action. College basketball handicap, it was a so-so day. I lose the juice. I go two and two. I lose on Brown and Miami. I cash on Winthrop and St. Thomas. Twitter vote, well, that didn't work out for us. We backed the Hurricanes there, so we lose that one. Twitter vote is down 19 and 12 on the year. Still having a great year there, so thank you once again for those votes. My NFL handicap was absolutely dreadful on Sunday. I whiffed. I went 0 and 3. I had the Chargers, the Chiefs, and the Eagles. Nothing worked out for me. And then the night came down to the final prop bet. It was Dak Prescott, his passing yard number. He stays under, so I go 6-3 and with the prop bets on Sunday. I make profit again. I do lose my best prop bet of the day, though. I really thought Jordan Addison would deliver for the Vikings. Jefferson leaves with an injury. I thought I was lock city at that point, but that Viking offense was just dreadful on Sunday so I lose on Addison, but still have a winning day, eke out .6 units of profit, and now we move on to the next and try to make it six consecutive winning days. So let's start in the National Football League. We have an NFL home underdog here on Monday Night Football. I have the New York Giants plus the 6.5 against the Green Bay Packers, and it's a doubleheader here on Monday night. So I also have the Miami Dolphins minus the 13 and a half against the Tennessee Titans. And things do change. The last meeting between these two teams was back on January the 2nd of 2022. Final score that night, Tennessee 34, Miami three. Yeah, this will be the fourth time this year the Dolphins have been favored by double digits. They're two and one against the spread in this situation. They won by 15 over the Giants. They won by 21 over the Panthers. They did fail to cover, winning by just seven against the Raiders. Tennessee, they're 0-6 on the road this year. Three of those losses have been by 14 or more. Normally, I would grab the points with a big number like this, especially since the underdogs on national TV. But the Dolphins can score like a video game. They average 32 points per game. The Titans struggle against the big play passing game, so that's a bad combination tonight. So I'm going to lay the 13 and a half for one of the few times In my NFL betting history, give me the Dolphins of Miami minus the 13 and a half over Tennessee. Then three prop bets tonight. I'm going to stay away from the Dolphin-Titan game. Didn't like any of the value there, so I'm going to focus on the Giants and the Packers. We start at quarterback. It's Tommy DeVito over the 173 and a half yards passing against Green Bay. So DeVito has gone over this number in three of four. I feel like I bet him every single week. He's coming off a bye week, extra time to prepare, and gets to face a Packer defense that's actually given up an average of 252 yards passing in the air over the last three games. That's enough for me. So give me Tommy DeVito over the 173 and a half yards passing for the Giants. Next up, I'm going to skip running back and play two wide receivers tonight. We start with Darius Slayden over the 24 and a half yards receiving against Green Bay. So I guess I'm going to triple down on the Giants tonight. Slayton has gone under this number in two of his last three games, but he still does lead the team with a 16% target share on the season. I'm hoping those numbers align tonight for me to get me the over. Give me Darius Slayton over the 24 and a half yards receiving for the Giants. Next up at wide receiver, it's Jaden Reed over the 39 and a half yards receiving for the Packers. So four or more catches and four straight for Reed, but he's still gone under this number in two consecutive games thanks to the short passes. No Christian Watson tonight for the Packers. Maybe a couple extra looks there for Reed. Uh he has a long of 30 or more five times already this season. The Giants ranked 20th against the pass. So let's go over with Jaden Reed over the 39 and a half yards receiving for the Packers. Then your two first quarter unders, once again, I don't like them, but I continue to bet them. I'm on the Titans and the Dolphins under the nine and a half in the first quarter at a minus 108. I'm on the Packers and the Giants under the six and a half at plus money at a plus 124. Next up on the card, we go to college basketball. Interesting slate of games today. We're going to start with Texas A&M Commerce in a pick 'em against Northern Colorado. So let's get some early action on the card with an 11 a.m. Central tip. The Lions of Texas A&M Commerce are 4-6 and six on the season. Five of the six losses have been by 20 or more. Their only competitive loss was against Denver, losing by 10. So that's not good. Their biggest win this year, a three-point win at St. Joe's as a 17.5-point underdog. So that's a good thing. The numbers aren't great, though. 69.2 points per game. 42.2% shooting, but they have played the 15th toughest schedule in the country, so that's a good thing. Meanwhile, the Bears of Northern Colorado, they're 4-4 four and on four the season. They're coming off a four-point win against Cal State Northridge. couple competitive losses at San Diego by two and at New Mexico State by five. They average 74.5 points per game. They shoot 41.7% from the floor, playing the 279th toughest schedule in the country. So this is likely a battle until the end, but I'm going to back the home team in a pick'em. Give me Texas a and Commerce in a pick'em over Northern Colorado. Next up on the card, it's Jacksonville, minus the four and a half at South Carolina State. So the Dolphins of Jacksonville are 6-3 and three in the season. Their losses have been to Xavier, Pittsburgh, and Central Florida. They lost to UCF last time out by 42. Ouch. They do have a road win at Robert Morris. They also have a road win at Georgia Southern, so that's a positive. They average 74.4 points per game. They shoot 45.5% from the floor, so no issues there. They're preseason number nine in the Atlantic Sun this season. The Bulldogs of South Carolina State, they're 2-8 and on the season. They do have a Division I win over North Florida. They've lost seven consecutive basketball games, but the last three have all been competitive, losing by single digits against Furman, Charleston Southern, and Bethune-Cookman. The Bulldogs are scoring under 70 points per game. They're shooting under 40% from the floor. Ken Palm ranks them 346th out of 362 college basketball teams. They're picked dead last in the MEAC entering the season. Yes, they will be hungry. Yes, they have the home court edge, but the numbers tell me that Jacksonville should be favored by eight or more. That's enough value. So give me the Dolphins minus the four and a half on the road at South Carolina State.
0: Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put lifelock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity
1: theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Next up on the card, it's New Hampshire, minus the 13 and a half against Stonehill. So the Skyhawks of Stonehill are struggling. 1 in 10 on the season, ranked 358th out of two or 362 teams. 9 of 10 losses have been by double digits, they lost by 17 at Ryder last time out. They average just 63.9 points per game. They shoot 38.9% from the floor. New Hampshire, on the other hand, they're 6-4 and four on this season. They're coming off a 12-point loss at Dartmouth as a 3.5-point favorite. Their other losses this year have been against Syracuse, George Washington, and UConn. Last four wins were by single digits, but this one should be set up to be much better. The Wildcats average 79.1 points per game. Preseason number eight in the America East scares me a bit, but I'm still gonna lay the number at home with New Hampshire, minus the 13 and a half against Stonehill. Next up on the card, it's Penn, the Quakers, minus the four and a half against Howard. So Howard is the preseason favorite in the MEAC. The Bison are three and five on the season. They actually haven't played since November the 28th, when they lost in overtime against Cincinnati after a double overtime win over St. Mary's, Mount St. Mary's, I should say. Three of their five losses have been by six or less this season. Howard has played the 90th toughest schedule. They average 77.4 points per game. They shoot 44.2% from the floor. They're a solid basketball team. Meanwhile, the Quakers of Pennsylvania are six and five on the season. Preseason number five in the Ivy League, Four of their five losses have been by single digits. Three of their losses have actually been an overtime. Kentucky did beat them by 15 last time out. Their biggest win this year? Well, they upset Villanova by four. So the Quakers can shoot 48.9% from the floor, 40.5% from beyond the arc, so they can hit the tray. They average 81.5 points per game. I like this spot with the Quakers at home coming off a loss. So I'm going to lay the four and a half with Pennsylvania at home over Howard. Next up on the cart, coin flip bet time in the NBA. I selected the Toronto Raptors at the New York Knickerbockers. Total of 220 in this game. Heads it is. I'm on the over 220 between the Raptors and the Knicks. Then on the frozen pond, it's the Arizona Coyotes at the Buffalo Sabres. Total of six and a half in this one. Tails it is. I'm on the under six and a half between the Coyotes and the Sabres. So let's recap my card for Monday. And just a side note here. Thank you for all the notes regarding the Christmas letter. I did get it done. The rough draft has been submitted. Now my wife has taken the red ink to it, making her changes. Obviously, you guys know I mispronounce things, so you know I spell things wrong. My punctuation isn't the best. Yeah, I failed like eighth grade English. The proposition teacher had that ruler and she kept slapping me because I make a ton of mistakes with that stuff. But thank you for the kind words and the encouragement for me to get that letter done. I did get it done, it's submitted, and I do get to stay in the house tonight. But now let's recap the card for Monday in the National Football League. I'm on the New York Giants plus the six and a half against the Green Bay Packers. I'm on the Miami Dolphins minus the 13 and a half against the Tennessee Titans. Your prop bets tonight, I'm on Tommy DeVito over the 173.5 yards passing for the Giants. I'm on Darius Slayden over the 24.5 yards receiving for the Giants. I'm on Jaden Reed over 39.5 yards receiving for the Packers. First quarter unders, I'm on the Titans and the Dolphins under the 9.5 at a minus 108. I'm on the Packers and the Giants under the 6.5 at a plus 124. College basketball, your early tip today. I'm on Texas A&M Commerce in a pick'em against Northern Colorado. I'm on Jacksonville, minus the four and a half at South Carolina State. I'm on New Hampshire, minus the 13 and a half against Stonehill. I'm on Pennsylvania, the Quakers, minus the four and a half against Howard. NBA, I have the Raptors and the Knicks over the 220. NHL, I'm on the Coyotes and the Sabres under the six and a half. So yeah, an ugly win on Sunday. I guess I'll take an ugly win again on Monday. Just give me another winning day so we can make it number six. We'll see how it goes, though. As always, everyone, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.